1: Hello and welcome to the Iraq Markazi
3: show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Rosh Markazi still at conference, not here today.
2: It's Brandon Deutsch here with Tim Lee and G.A. Wiley. How are you guys doing? Let's start with Tim. Oh, uh, good. Um, disappointing to watch you know, the Clippers kind of uh, take a loss on the chin on the road, but uh, you know, kind of expected in my opinion. But overall, I'm pretty good. G.A.
4: You know what? Yeah, you know what? I um, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, disappointing the Clipper loss. I thought mm-hmm. you know Scott Foster was going to be there for us, but you <laughs> know what are you what are you going to do? Um, I'm a little disappointed in Dodger fans last night, and it's not because of the win last night. Great win, by the way, uh, last night in uh, Chavez Ravine. I'm disappointed because it was Vin Scully night, okay. and you would think that there'd be integrity on Vin Scully night. Um, they gave away jerseys, and whoever stole my jersey. Karma's going to come for you. So uh, that was my only disappointing thing. But the game was awesome. It was epic. Uh, so, so happy for Kershaw with that W that he got. And uh, and just amazing game. Amazing game that he pitched last night.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Dodgers, by the way, a team kind of struggling this year compared to years past. I don't think anyone's expecting them to win 100 games. But it's always good to see a vintage Kershaw performance considering uh, their pitching has not been exquisite to say the least this year. Uh, Let's get into that Clippers game right away because, you know, Scott Foster had won 14 straight games against Chris Paul, right? Like, it was kind of locking in Clippers win. And then the Suns, I mean, Devin Booker could not be stopped. I mean, Kawhi couldn't be stopped, but they did a good job doubling him in the first quarter. Um, But he got his Westbrook actually played very well. Uh, Zubac didn't have his greatest game, but um, Devin Booker, man, almost 40 points, could not be stopped. I think that was just a buy. It was bound to happen at some point. One of those guys is going to get 40 about and, you know, you can't do anything even if you try to guard them. Um, but again, Tory Craig was good again. Very surprising. He had 22 the first game, 15 at least in the last game. Does that worry you guys going into uh, the home series? Because personally, I'm pretty optimistic about what the Clippers showed on the road. I think they're going to at least go one and one at home. Hopefully, two and zero.
4: Yeah, I am yeah, not. But, I'm not shocked. Sorry, Tim. I'm no, not no. shocked. What? I'm not shocked whatsoever because I have them winning this series. For all those doubters out there, sons <laughs> are this, sons are that. I have them winning this series solely because of that Kawhi experience. Um, in the playoffs. I know that a lot of people are doubting. I love our bench. I love this team. I think that this team can go far. So I I put my money where my mouth is. I have us winning the West, which I did not last year. I, you know, I I still have faith in this team. And also, nobody was expecting them to win in Phoenix at all. So for them to come out one and one, great start uh, to the series. Phoenix needed to win that game last night. It was a must-win game last mm-hmm. night so i i think the fact that you know they, they're they coming out one and one and now they're coming back home on thursday bring it on phoenix bring it on
2: i think we saw phoenix at full power yesterday and the clippers had mo- moments when they were only down by six with three to four minutes left to play where they had a chance to actually get some momentum and potentially even tie the out of bounds play for eric gordon i thought that was a bigger deal than the two westbrook turnovers late in the game but i felt like If you're gonna deal with Phoenix at full power, they shot almost 60%. And and for like 99% of the game, they did shoot 60% for the game. And usually when you shoot 60% for the game, you should win the game, 10 out of 10. If you think otherwise, I don't know. You already mentioned the Tory Craig output, which is uh, you know, for them probably unexpected for him to drain five threes. The guy is usually not that automatic from beyond the arc. But Devin played great. I mean, like I we kind of expected Devin Booker to bounce back. There's, a, there's only going to be so much you can do to stop somebody as good as him. And um, I, I mentioned on game one that Westbrook, who shot, you know, 19 shots, kind of tired him out. So they kind of left Chris Paul on that island. And we still saw vintage Chris Paul, guy shoots mid-range almost automatically. Uh, he's like if Tim Duncan was a guard. So it makes sense for him to do well. This was Phoenix's best shot. They took it and they only lost, in my opinion. I'm saying only because I'm also dealing with that kind of like coping mechanism as well. They, they were at points in time, uh, almost about to shift the momentum and almost tie the game. So a lot of optimistic things that you can take away from that. I mentioned that it's, to me, already good that they took game one. Uh, the, to me, mission set, mission done. Yeah,
3: I agree. And something I'll add to is uh, I feel like that was Phoenix's best shot. That was their biggest punch, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And they won by 11 or 12. They covered. uh, I know a lot of betters that took money line and the spread were kind of mad because Phoenix was favored by eight in those turnovers at the end. I mean, it was much closer than what the score said. In my opinion, I thought that was that was a one possession game for the longest time going down the stretch, maybe two possessions. Um, with four, three minutes to go, mm-hmm. uh, very optimistic about the Clippers to get this series done in at least six, possibly even five. If they win two games um, at home. Uh, I think it's very possible. We saw the Chris Paul bump on Kawhi. I mean, you're poking the bear. Like Grant Mona said in our chat, we'll talk about it with him in the second segment. He'll be our guest, but. You don't want to do that to a guy who's already probably the best postseason player alive right now uh, because LeBron is aging. So I think Kawhi, you know, has that crown as the best playoff player right now. Um, And man, he's just going to be that much better in the home crowd. I don't expect the Suns to win uh, both games. Maybe they go one and one, but I really think the Clippers have a real shot to go 2-0 and at home. They just need to... And look, you mentioned this, too. I mean, Eric Gordon at the end of the game wasn't great on the out-of-bounds play. Obviously, stepped out of bounds on that yeah, shot. Yeah, unfortunate, unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, he's been better than expected. Let's be hmm. real. I mean, yes. he had 10 quick points to start game one, and he had another two threes to start game two. Yep. He's been great. As long as you're not playing Marcus Morris, you're going to be in the game, right? I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. I hate to say it. Uh, Sorry, recall. Yeah, I better call up the Guangdong Tigers because that's where Marcus Morris and his Jeez. brother are playing next year. Uh no, they're veterans. They'd love to have them. They love their ex NBA players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Morris Morris was arguably statistically the worst player in the league this year. Uh no offense to him, but it's always a good shot when you when he's on the bench. I want to see more of Roko in game three and four. Do you guys agree before we move on? GA
4: Um yeah, I mean it'll definitely be a great. He'd be a great addition. I don't think it's a hundred percent necessary. Yeah, me too. But it would, it would, it would be a great addition. I mean, more firepower is better than none, or For better than sure. less. So yeah, uh, yeah, bring him on. If he can I add, add sure. him to the rotation.
2: I would add a couple notes. I mean, for me, the encouraging signs was the free throw percentage, not for free throw percentage, but the frequency of which the Clippers were on the line and also, uh, automatic Westbrook in the playoffs. I mean, the guy that can't miss in the free throw line. I mean, he just knows when the moment is big and he's never too big for the moment. Right. So, and that's uh, yeah, good. But- I was saying that's why I disregard those two turnovers
3: late in the game, because he played so well. You're he not played in that so game. well. Exactly. You're not in that game without him. I mean, he was hitting everything. I mean, he even hit a three. Exactly. So I agree with you, Tim. I think this
2: is a good sign if Westbrook looks this good. He looks so right? good. Yeah, uh, we just need this, Norman Powell to be good as well. I think I think when you, yeah. when you get that, that's pretty much wraps. This just yeah. shows you too,
4: Westbrook just need to be with a different LA team.
2: <laughs> no, LA it, teams. It,
3: it, well, no, I mean, look. Uh, that's a that's a whole separate conversation. Um, but no, I agree. I've I've always been a big fan of Westbrook. As long as he's not on my team, that's great. Because only on the Lakers, because it just wasn't good for both sides. Yeah, like it I just wasn't a good fit. He's yeah. a great human being. I'm glad he's flourishing. He's always been a great basketball player. It just wasn't a good fit, like him, yeah. and, like yeah. him and LeBron. We knew from the jump, like him, LeBron this is not going to work. He yeah. can't, he can't be himself, right? And they had no shooters. At least the Clippers now have Batum. They have. You know Eric Gordon. I mean, if they had Luke Kennard, it'd be even better, but they traded him. I mean, imagine uh, talk, Luke Kennard. Don't, 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 right don't now. remind me. Don't remind <laughs> me.
2: Yeah, let's not open the wound. Please don't talk to me about Luke, man. <laughs>
4: yeah, let's not open the wound on that one.
3: Perhaps the one trade the Clippers lost uh, over the past I will four, say, four years besides SGA. I will,
4: I, will, yeah, I will say this. I do like what Plumlee is doing yeah. as a backup. Oh, yeah. But would I rather have Kennard yes. than then Plumley? Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought, I thought Kennard was
3: was was that the trade? Was it the Plumley trade? I thought it was another yeah. trade that Kennard came in.
4: I, I think it was a combination. But I Plumlee thought it was, was Eric Gordon trade. or something. I think I think they were both part of the trade. I don't think it was Oh
3: just it was like a multiple. One. Yeah either way yeah. I would I mean Kennard's still good. He's gonna cook the Lakers yeah. in this series. Uh, so I mean like I uh, wish he was I still on the I wish he was still <laughs> on the Clippers, but he's been he's been balling. All right, let's move on to the Kings, because I know, G.A., you weren't on yesterday. We talked about them. Um, A a great road team throughout the year uh, is what Tim uh, and Armand noted yesterday. Do you expect them to win this series? I mean, that game one was so, so, so crazy. They came from behind. Everyone thought it was over. They forced overtime. I mean, a lot of people are saying this is 2012 vibes, right? I mean, this is a team that never seems to be out of it. They're very tight-knit. And the Jonathan Quick trade, after that, they went on a run. Uh, say what you want. I mean, they started winning a ton of games. Uh, look, they're a great team. Uh, do you expect them to pull out this series against what I was telling Tim, by far the best offense in the league, and McDavid's the best hockey player we've seen in years?
4: Yeah, no, there's no question that McDavid's great. Um, I mean, that assist by Kopitar at the, at the very last second in overtime was epic. Um, do I expect them to go far? God, I hope so. That'd be great for mm-hmm. hockey. Um, I, I don't, to be honest with you. Um, I, 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 But then again, you know what? This is what's so great about the Stanley Cup runs, right? Uh, you, there's no such thing as a huge favorite. I mean, with the exception of Boston, that's just let's just get that out of the way. Um, with the exception of the Bruins, there's no clear favorite here, right? There's no clear favorite in the West. I mean, the Kraken upset Colorado last night. Like, yeah. who saw that coming? You know what I mean? So, um, I wouldn't put it past the Kings to go on this massive run, um, but I, I'm not expecting it. I don't, and by I, the way, I, before- I, I'm loving what I'm saying.
3: Before Tim goes, it's similar to baseball, right? Something you got to love yeah. about playoff hockey, getting hot at the right time. Similar mm-hmm. to baseball. You can win it all if you get hot at the right time. It's different in basketball. Because yeah. basketball, you really need a superstar to win, right? Like, nine times out of ten. Think about this, by the way, this statistic's crazy. The only guys to win a championship over the last decade are either Giannis, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, or Kawhi Leonard. That's crazy. Five guys, right? So that's different in basketball. and hockey and baseball, I mean, besides the avalanche, were just so dominant last year, they were, in my right. opinion, I thought they were going to win. They did win, um, but anything can happen, which is why I love hockey and baseball. Tim, thoughts on the Kings? Can they make a run?
2: I'm hoping they can. I mean like Hey said if if they do it'll be it'll be really good for hockey. At least for me as a biased uh fan in this regard because like their last the, the last two meetings against the Oilers when they did face off against each other. I know they were kind of like meaningful-ish regular season games, but they got demolished, right? Like they just couldn't score. And you mentioned last time we talked about this that the Oilers aren't exactly known for their defense, but the Kings aren't exactly known for getting shut out either. So I'm, I'm excited. They do, they did do what they had to do, honestly. 1-0, it's already gravy. They just had to hold serve at home.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they lose tonight, I mean, the game's on right now if you're listening on the Mightier 1090, 7 p.m. game. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, look, I know we're going to talk about this with Grant. I do want to bring up the Lakers. Uh, and by the way, by the time you're hearing this, the Lakers game perhaps could be over. But John Morant game time decision... Uh, I just wanted to say, either way, whether the series is one-one or two-zero, do you guys like the position the Lakers are in going back to the Crypto.com Arena in a couple days?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I think they played surprisingly. I, I I'm saying surprisingly when you have like AD and LeBron, obviously, so it's a little disrespectful. But that I was just surprising. I was pleasantly surprised by the level of physicality that they brought. They just look like the better team, like quality in and out. And it looked like Memphis struggled to get shots off even when they had quality looks like when JJJ had open threes or when he was able to get his left hand going or his left first step going or Bane when he gets an open look. It just didn't look as automatic that whenever like Reeves drove in and, and dished out for an open three or like when Rui threw a three out there, it looked like it was almost automatic. And you would never have said that maybe like two or three weeks ago. So Lakers are coming in looking like the favorites, which I don't think a lot of people would have said. I know a lot of us. In a, in this group said that because you know we were we're looking at more than just the over unders or like just the overall paper lines, but I'm hoping for a long series because I think these two teams can put down some pretty quality basketball. I am not hoping for a long series.
4: But yeah, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> no, no, I no, I was just laughing because I I know every Laker fan just wants a sweep, um, but I I just don't I don't see that obviously happening. I think maybe they do fight back hopefully they make it um, uh, you know make it a, make it a series. what what is the status with Jo?
3: I mean he's a game time decision so by the time you hear this in LA he's either good I mean the game will be over pretty much so it's either he played or he doesn't. I don't expect him to play was seeing that injury yeah. at least at least in game two. I think because of the how many breaks the, the Lakers Grizzly series they're getting in between how many rest days I do think he'll play game three regardless. But if the Lakers are up 2-0 in this series, I mean, it's <laughs> you can probably just lock it in as the Lakers winning the series. And this is a must win for Memphis tonight. Whether or not they won, you guys will know by by when you hear this. But um, if John doesn't play, there are no excuses for the Lakers not to win that basketball game. I agree. Yeah, uh, right. Absolutely. I
4: mean, hundred yeah, like, percent. I think that the Lakers are like, everything is just kind of growing up gravy right now for them um mm-hmm. just as far as scheduling as far as you know injuries on other sides are concerned
3: The Lakers and trust me move. that's pl- that's planned they they do <laughs> not of want course. they don't they do not want lebron or davis getting hurt uh at this time of, of year yeah, the nba would lose money so that's why yeah. the, the the breaks are in between
4: no there's def- there's definitely i mean man talk about luck um but they they need. Obviously, um Memphis needs Jaw more than you guys need more than the Lakers need, you know what one, one of your two guys, right? Like if you lose a d, you guys will still win because of that 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 bench that you guys have because of the role players that you guys have. I think you'll be fine. I'm not really concerned. if even if you know Memphis pulls out of W for some odd reason tonight, um I, I'm still not concerned. I still see the Lakers winning this entire series.
3: Yeah, and something I'll add to that, I know Tim probably has something to add too, but like, GA, you hit it right on the money, because months ago we would talk about, and this was the narrative last year, how Memphis is so good without Morant, and it's like, the Lakers actually have really good role players. Reeves and Rui yeah. were the two best players late in that game, right? So, like, they could take over even if Davis, God forbid, gets hurt, I hope he doesn't, but um, look, you're not winning a championship if Davis gets hurt, but you could still win the series. Um yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. What I will say for Memphis is, G.A., hey, you're right. Without Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark now, you, I mean, Jaws, indispensable. I mean, he's not, you need him. You need him. You, yeah. can't, you can't win without him because then you have Bane Jackson and Roddy's a rookie. Kennard's, uh, you know hit or miss uh, he's I mean he's only going to shoot threes right so you just got to make him put make him dribble instead of catch and shoot I mean he's like clay where he just wants to catch and shoot um, Santi Altama, I mean he's going one on one on AD like I don't know what was in his mind uh, I mean, really <laughs> really you just need to let Bain and Jackson get theirs and stop everybody else that Morant isn't playing right because those are the guys that the offense is going to run through I guess Tyus Tyus Jones of course because he's he's an ex Excellent player, um, but even he missed some open looks that was like not not usual from him a few days ago. So I feel like it's those three guys, right? It's Jones, it's Bain, it's Jackson. They're going to get theirs. So you just got to make sure no one else gets hot. Like we don't. The Lakers want to win this game even without Moran. If Moran doesn't play, you can't have. You can't let Kennard get 20 points, right? You can't let Aldama get 20 <laughs> points or Roddy. That's 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 danger zone because you know Jackson's going to cook. You know Bain's going to cook. You know Tyus Jones is going to play well. Right, Tim.
2: Yeah, I think I fully agree. I, I would even say that if you lose LeBron, they'll still be able to win the series pretty handily. Because I think eighty is indispensable. I would, I would I think he's in the point of time that where if you lose him, it's actually like danger zone. But Morant, I've always heard the underlying numbers. You have Tyus Jones, he's a great advanced statistic player the team actually runs quicker the offensive and the half court is more efficient i don't think that matters with morant morant doesn't bring you a better quality basketball team what he brings is that his type of style in the half court or in transition is just pure chaos because he's unguardable for the most part he is the most hard like he's probably one of the hardest guards to to, to defend in the nba because he's not only just fast he's incredibly strong and he has in my opinion, like levitation boots, right? Because if he goes up in the air and you try to contest, he's going to beat you every single time. So Morant's not one of those advanced statistic players. He's just one of those guys that wins out because he is a matchup nightmare. So if you lose somebody who is as unique and as important as Morant on your team, of course, you're going to be losing most games than not. So uh, I agree 100%, but like the role players, like you mentioned, I mean, the Lakers have such a deep team. And Memphis not having like Xavier Xavier Tillman just be like a much more like significant contributor in this series is a huge deal. And the reason why you can't do that is because the Lakers are just so physically imposing now. Yeah. Yeah. And something I'll add to that too is like.
3: Uh, it's crazy. The team that started the year, how little depth they have versus the team now. Yeah, part, exactly. part, part of that is Reeves' growth, but I mean, Rui finally looking like, by the way,
2: his over-under is 11 points, Tim. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. I'll, I'll go under. I think that's a... Under? That yeah, yeah, yeah. I think somebody else has the hot hand today. Oh, maybe it's Malik Beasley. We'll see. He didn't even have many <laughs> many, many minutes last game. Malik no, Beasley. that guy's already in Japan. That guy's already in Japan.
3: No, he's not in Japan. Maybe Larson will show up with Michael's son <laughs> and he'll, he'll ball out. I don't know. Uh, either way, in the second segment, we're going to have Grant Mona. We'll talk Angels. We'll talk. What else are we going to talk? Uh, I want to bring up James Harden. Uh, we saw that last game. I, come on, he's not getting away with that one. We saw the first game, he was great. Second game, it looked like uh, the inconsistent Harden we've seen in the playoffs in the past. But either way, we'll be joined by Grant Mona on the Sporting Tribune guest hotline when we return on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 98.5 the Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.
2: Time. There's nothing more valuable.
1: This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.
3: Hello and welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Let's go out to the Sporting Tribune guest hotline. Mr. Grant Mona, the Clippers legend. The guy who now says Kawhi will be unleashed because of Chris Paul bumping him. Let's get right into that, Mr. Mona. What are your thoughts there? Is this series over? Is it clips and six?
1: No. First of all, let's hold on on that really quick. Um, The Suns are an incredibly good basketball team, as you guys have seen in game two. Um, It's just that the matter of fact is in game two, the Suns made their shots. Um, The Suns just, Devin Booker made his mid-rangers. He made more shots than Kawhi Leonard did. Kevin Durant was elite last night um in game one they were kind of off their game and cp3 was off his game you know cp3 had a pretty you know you're going to look at the stat line you're going to say okay well you know he only had 14 points but those 14 points were more than what he had in game one it's double of what he had in game one so um i just think that they played just better offensively um the clippers are still in an awesome position to win this series i'm not going to say that it's it's over but Going 1-1 back to L.A. for Game 3 is exactly what they wanted to do. You know, Going up 2-0 was kind of out of the realm for the Clippers. I didn't really expect them to be up 2-0. Um, but what's what's really optimistic for me is that they're in both of these games. Like Even last game, they were down 6 going into the 4th. And they were within 10 for most of the game, as bad as the role players had played. Uh, Russell Westbrook looked amazing last night. He was probably... He might, might have been even better than Kawhi Leonard in terms of assists, rebounds, um, you know, hustle. I think he was a little bit better than Kawhi Leonard, which is crazy because Kawhi had 31. But it just seemed like the Suns' defensive game plan was just a lot better in Game 2. I expected that. I didn't really expect the Suns to just keel over and, and lay down and let the Clippers win another one. So, you know, it was a big one for the Suns. They're an awesome basketball team. This is going to be an awesome series. But, you know, there's a lot of optimism for me in terms of, if they can win this series and look, Paul George has gotten workouts in, in the past couple days. Um, He's gotten more, you know, leg work done. Um, He's not just sh- shooting stationary anymore. He's actually doing slide drills and, and back, you know, full court drills. So he looks pretty good. Look, if this game goes six or seven, I expect him to be back. I don't expect him to be back in game three or four, but I think if you, you know, get later into the series, he, he looks healthy now, but I think that, you know, if you get to game six or seven, he could be back and trust me, they need him because everyone outside of Kawhi and and Russell Westbrook did not look good. You
3: know, G. Hey, you have any, I know we talked about this in the first segment, but any more thoughts?
4: No, Grant is 100% right. I I have nothing really more to say Yeah. um, other than I, I, I do disagree with you. I still say clips in six.
3: I'm still going with it. I think the Clippers might win in five. I think they'll win in six for sure, but they might win in five. I don't think Paul George needs to come back. I think he's going to come back next round. For the Nuggets, yeah. his his favorite his favorite team to play against Paul George's. <laughs> um, that's gonna that's like nightmares for the Clippers. But maybe this time it, will be it's, different.
1: It's a Clippers revenge postseason. Like they, they get to play Phoenix and then Denver if they get past Phoenix, so both teams that they've lost to in, in playoffs past is kind of cool. and perhaps
3: the Lakers. Who knows? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we're well, Kings. Well, Kings, Kings, Kings.
0: Well, then
3: we'll they see. get revenge on the Kings, right? The overtime loss. Who knows? Yeah.
4: I- I mean, that would be awesome. That'd be epic. Um, we're kind of bearing the lead as far as the Draymond Green uh, yeah. suspension is concerned. Um, do you guys believe that he deserved this one game suspension? Because I think he deserves more.
3: Really? Ooh, I'm going to no, say, absolutely. Grant, before you go, I'm going to say I don't think he deserved to get suspended. I don't. Because if you're not going to suspend Sabonis, and I know what he did was a bit worse. I mean, Sabonis was grabbing his leg. They suspended Green on his past. I like that he was talking to the fans. I think that brings a villain type of persona to the game of basketball. Um, I mean, the commissioner was there. That's probably why he wanted them, him suspended. At the same time, it's like, I don't think that warranted stuff he did in the past. Like, that wasn't as bad. Like, Sabonis claims his sternum's hurt. Like, come on, dude. Like, go and play football. You've like, got to years. be
4: kidding me, dude. Look at yeah. what he on, did. Hold
1: on, hold on. Can I say something about this? Draymond Green always does this to where he'll he'll do an act, but he'll act like, like he'll do it in a way where he can still get away with it. Like... That dude oh, yeah. did not need to stomp on Sabonis to get his leg off of him. He could have just fell down. Like there's many videos of guys getting their, their legs grabbed and they just fall to the ground instead of stomping and then pushing off on a guy's chest. I like, agree,
3: but I still think he shouldn't have been suspended. I think there's some uh, stuff much worse that would have, I don't think. Unless you're yeah, going right, to... I mean, Sabonis ahead. was grabbing his leg, too. It could have hurt there's him.
1: Stuff, there's stuff much worse that he's done himself, which is why... Yeah, exactly. The Herb it. Jones thing was worse. He wasn't suspended for
3: that.
4: No, and maybe he should have been. And Maybe he should have been. Wait, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm saying bad. that like Herb, when you what are you have you habitual... When you are a, a habitual doer of these things, of these acts, a good guy, bad guy—if it's good for the league, bad for the league—you are going to eventually hurt somebody. All like, right. So when is Dylan Brooks getting suspended one? every
3: game? I want Dylan Brooks suspended. I mean, he's doing stuff a lot too. Not, yeah, to, but, not to the same—not to the same level as Draymond, but I mean, with that villain um, persona, like, do you expect him to start getting suspended if he starts doing crazy stuff? And you know, like, he's not.
4: It's, it's only because, like, like the what you just said, Brandon. He hasn't done it to the level, which you know, maybe maybe he should get a suspension because it's a preventative, right? It's to prevent these injuries, to prevent these things from happening, from occurring. I mean, when you have a track record like Draymond has, bro, like, what's a villain? Always a villain. You're always what's a cheater? Always a cheater. Like Scanfall says. Like we are, I'm, I'm bringing reality TV to this, but w- if you are always going to be doing this and you have always done this, you need to have some kind of repercussion and don't complain to me when you get that repercussion, man, then stop doing the acts. Stop doing all these villainous acts. If you want to stay on that court, Gotta be the get person to stop.
1: Jihei's got a point, like, they, they mentioned in the press release that it's because of acts that he's done before, and you can't dismiss the acts that he's done before, like, if it was just some guy that was his first offense and he did that, they probably wouldn't have suspended him, but Draymond Green has an, has a, a way of using his feet to kick people and and put him on yeah. guys like that, like, it's not the first time that he's used his feet to kick somebody, that's, I think that's yeah, why, yeah. and I'm not saying, like, everything that he does is bad, but There is such a string. There's literally like a three to four minute video on Reddit NBA right now that is blowing up. That is just him doing weird stuff to guys that pulling their legs, throwing them to the ground, hip checking them.
3: I, I get that. I get that. And it's wrong. And I agree. What I will say is from an entertainment perspective, I think that Draymond Green playing is good for ratings. If I'm working for the NBA, I'm like, Look, let's find him. Let's let him play. And if it happens again in this series, then you suspend him for multiple games, not just one. If he does something egregious like that again. But I think for ratings, the, the Warriors are down 2-0. I think it's super important to have Draymond play that game three for, for viewership. That's kind of the perspective I'm looking at. And I know maybe that's wrong to look at it from that perspective because morally, of course, he should have been suspended. But that is why I'm saying I don't think it warranted a suspension because I just think this—the stakes are so high. And yes, I know it's one of those things like, "Oh, you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you're gonna—it's gonna come back to bite you." But I would have let him have a little more. See, if, like maybe
1: if it happens again, you're done for two games, maybe even the rest of the series. Well, one thing—one thing that I just want to say to, to end this is that I think—and and this is this is kind of—it's not really a conspiracy theory, but it's a theory of mine. It's that. I think the league is seeing the buzz around the Sacramento Kings and they're seeing how many people love the beam, how many people are embracing the Kings crowd and that stadium and that team. And I think they're trying to get them to the next round. I I hate to say this, but I think it's one of those things where you saw in, in 2016 when Draymond Green got suspended for something that he did not even really do to LeBron. Like, he didn't really hit LeBron in the... In the midsection he just kind of pushed him off and he got suspended for that and that led to the Cavs winning that next game in that finals this i mean draymond green is a huge part. who do you insert into that lineup over draymond green you don't really have anybody in this warriors team that can insert back into that lineup and i think the league is is looking at the kings and me like okay maybe this is the next warriors team maybe this is a team that we want to get to the next round to maybe create more buzz against i the think Nuggets.
3: it's a you know i uh, i i agree and i disagree I agree and I disagree. I agree. Like the buzz is great. They haven't been in the playoffs in so long. You're gonna have every Sacramento fan on the planet watching this series being all in. The story's great. It's great for Twitter. At the same time, we all know what the NBA wants. We all know they want Lakers Celtics in the finals. I mean, let's be real. Come on. <laughs> they want to make money. It's a business at the end of the day. Like we all know Adam Silver would be is praying to God right now that it's Lakers Celtics in the finals. And it could very well be Lakers Celtics. But I do think it's great for long-term growth of the NBA in these smaller markets. I'm not saying Sacramento is particularly a very small market because that is the capital of. Our state, and that is where it's a lot still of the a small legislators. Market. Let's get real. Okay, but it's I, what, I don't market. want to disrespect Sacramento like that. But uh, mm. I mean, it is it is the capital, and there's legislators, the governor, everybody's there. Uh, it's growing because mm. a lot of people because San Francisco is getting too expensive. A lot of people are moving to Sacramento.
4: Um, I mean, California but, in general is expensive, but yeah,
3: yes, yes, which is why we're losing people every year. Um, yeah. But that's a whole separate <laughs> conversation. I do think it's good for the long-term growth of the NBA if Sacramento is in the finals or something, because then it gives hope for teams like, you know, that don't have a Giannis uh, because the Bucs only got to the finals because they have Giannis, right? And a good team around them, like a superstar. But the Kings really are just a very good basketball team. Like I know Fox and Sabonis are like top 25, 30 players in the NBA, but they're not like top ten players, you know. Maybe right now Fox is a top ten player, but like if you're looking down the list of top ten players, he's not. He's not there. Neither is Sabonis. That is great for the NBA because it shows teams like Houston, maybe in a few years, or Oklahoma City. But Oklahoma City has Shea, so maybe that's a bad example. But teams that guys that are organizations that want to create a good team and just have beautiful basketball and like team-oriented stuff that they have a chance to win a championship. Because remember. I said it earlier what did I say in the first segment Hey? who's won a championship the last decade 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 and a half since the Spurs stopped winning championships it's either been lebron um yeah. you know yannis Giannis, steph and and who who i miss kevin durant kevin oh, durant yeah KD. yeah, yeah, yeah. KD. Yeah, but he yeah. also won his won his championships on uh, with Stephen Curry. So, yeah, but yeah, so and like
4: he only won championships with Steph Curry. Um, yeah,
3: exactly, and that only championships he'll ever win are with Steph Curry.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I I couldn't agree more. Um, I do. I mean, come on, you guys have to give it to Sacramento, though. I do love what they're doing. I think it's great. And you know what? They're the next generation. If you think about it, they're the next. I, I like where Grant Grant said that. Um, I love conspiracy theories too though. So, uh, um, there's that, but I, I think that with Sacramento, they are, they're the next, you know, they're the next kids up, you know, they, they put in their dues, they put in their time and fact's doing a great job with what they're doing. Now, do I think that they'll hundred percent win? Maybe not. Maybe the, maybe the Warriors will band together after this, you know, suspension and play phenomenally. You know, you never know. Right. So, um, But it would be great for basketball to see a little shakeup. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I know. The NBA wants to make money. I totally get it. You want those bigger names. You want those bigger main, um, major markets. But it would be great to see them. I mean, I also think.
3: I also think the NBA is also rooting for the Lakers because if LeBron wins another ring, then you have that whole conversation about him having a more valid point to be the goat, right? I think that's, that gets it. I mean, and look, the Lakers say what you want. They kind of run the NBA in terms of what being in the media, even when they're bad, when they're good, that's kind of what the NBA wants. They want those narratives. But again, Sacramento narrative would be pretty cool. I personally want the Lakers, obviously in the finals with the Clippers, uh, not the Kings, but look, I'm an LA guy. I'm a big Laker fan, but I'm not one of the Lakers fans that hates the Clippers. I like the Clippers. I'd be grateful if they got to the finals. That'd be great for the city. They're not in competition with the Lakers. Can we stop this? Like hating on the Clippers stuff? Like this is just a, uh, a, a, a public service announcement to everybody listening. Like, like they, they have zero rings. like no offense, like the Lakers have 17 rings.
0: Like, Why is this a
3: competition? Cause they've beaten us like 40 times in a row. Is that why? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, this is like, like I talk to some Laker fans. They hate the Clippers. And I'm like, bro, why are you, what are you insecure? Like they, they're not a competition to us. They're their own organization. <gasps> yeah.
4: Well, you know what it is, Brandon, you know what it is? It's, I think it's also, those are new Laker fans. Those are not real, like back in the day, Laker fans. Those are not, you know, the the ones that you hear that are from way 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 back when when like when clippers were nothing and lakers were dominant and were winning like ridiculous amounts of rings so for those that are like those fair weather which there are well welcome to the bandwagon guys um, there are tons of those I think those are the ones that you're talking to I don't think it's the ones that are
3: like yeah die I hard. just I just don't get it and then the other laker fans that that boil my blood are like the ones that are pro Kobe over everything and hate LeBron. And it's like, LeBron won you a ring. I'm sorry, LeBron yeah. won us a ring. Like I get yeah, Kobe's you know greatness, like I get it. And yes, yeah, he was an excellent Laker, but at the same time, it's like, it's him over everything. Like there's some fans that are just like Kobe stands like to the end of time and screw LeBron they're like. And I'm like, dude, he won us a championship.
4: You know what it is though? It's it's loyalty, I think for a lot of these guys. Uh, Magic, he never left. Kobe, he never left. You know, you have these guys that just never left, and LeBron is about LeBron, and he's about chasing those rings, and that's fine. You do you, but you know, I think that a lot of Laker fans, the real ones, are like, we want somebody that's loyal. We love the loyalty. We love the the fact that Kobe didn't leave, even though he could have left, and he He wanted to leave. He wanted to leave. Yeah, he wanted to leave, but he didn't. He stayed. And same thing with Magic. He probably could have gotten the the opportunity to bounce. Obviously, it's a different era, but he stayed you know that's why these guys are like Kobe over everybody else because he never left us you know so i i get where their allegiance is and why they're not like huge LeBron fans LeBron came here to win he didn't come here and to be a laker and to be in la and to be in the right circumstances and to make a situation better for his life the same thing that he did in miami he left to get a ring or multiple rings so he can have a better situation for his life you can't fault the guy for that if you were in a different if I'm going to put this in layman's terms, like, if you went and got a job transfer someplace else because the pay was better or your situation financially would be better, are you going to say, no, 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 I want to be loyal to my company? Forget that. You're going to go to another company that's going to pay you more, that's going to make your life better. That's what LeBron's doing. You can't can't entirely fault him for that he just happens to be in an industry where it's a sport as opposed, as opposed to, you know, an accountant being an accountant
3: and look I don't fault LeBron for that it's always been about LeBron it's the LeBron show him crowning himself against the Jazz like that's fine like I'm not it's all about him and I get that as long as it wins to the ring
1: I don't care you do whatever you want Armand Ar- 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 hated that one I know Armand's Ar- 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 probably win it against to the-, the Jazz dude oh. Armand lives for the
3: Lakers doomsday if they win the championship he'll be the most unhappy person in the history of people he'll be like oh my god because all of his takes all year which were out of pure Lakers hate by the way like there was no stats to back it up maybe when they didn't make the trade like before that but afterward it was just him jawing like they're not even going to make the plan Oklahoma City's 10 times the team Minnesota's 10 times the team it's like oh the stat the fact of the matter is the Lakers have had the number one defense in the NBA or, or at least in the Western Conference over the past 25 games they have good role players now like in their they've won 15 of their last 25 games or something like that like you know, 26 games. Like, the fact of the matter is they're a good basketball team. Will they win? Like, no. Who knows? Like, you don't know. But last thing I'll say, we have a little uh, under three minutes here. Grant, I wanted to ask you about the Angels. Statistically and historically, they've been pretty good against the uh, against the Yankees. They picked up a huge win with their the worst pitcher in baseball on the mound for them. Uh, I mean, he had, like, stuck... Brick and sorry, almost cost five walks and in, in like three innings uh yesterday. Jose Jose Suarez, who should not be pitching in the big leagues. uh Maybe he's a four A guy. Send it back to the minors. But um what are your thoughts on this Angels team right now? Is one game over five hundred?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they they have the same record as the Dodgers, which is kind of crazy because coming into the season, we kind of didn't expect that, but. The Angels, I think, have ha, had the opportunity to be even better than what they are right now. They've blown so many games where they had the lead. That bullpen, once again, they didn't get any help for that bullpen. They should bring up their top prospects. Ben Joyce is sitting right there in the minor leagues, stone 104 with sink action. Let's not bring him up. Uh, you've had setbacks with guys with injuries like Chris Rodriguez. Um, you know, there, there's just, that bullpen just hasn't been. They signed Tapera and they signed Loop last year, and they were horrible, and they continue to be horrible this year. It's just. Their offense will be fine. They just called up Neto. I think he's going to provide a you know some some burst for them. Um, oh, Hoppy's good. They have a good lineup. It's just that they they can't hold on to leads. That's why right. yesterday I was surprised that they actually beat the Yankees and held on to a lead. They were up five to two and they held on to the lead and won. The Yankees are kind of underperforming. This is the thing about the MLB right now. It's kind of like the West where everyone's just there's a lot of parity. So a lot of teams are around five hundred or not performing like they are. And I think the Angels will be fine. It's just they need some time.
3: By the way, your your Rays put up 6 runs without even giving up getting two outs in the first inning. Rays are World Series or bust. I know Springs is getting TJ, but I fully expect that team to win this year. I think the Rays are just so so good. I mean, if it's not Houston, it's the Rays out of the out of the American League. What I will say about the Angels before we go. We don't have much time here, but uh Look, relief pitching. They have the lineup. They have three good starters in Detmer, Sandoval, Otani. They have the recipe. Anderson's been terrible. Canning's been okay. What I will say is they need to get relief pitching by the deadline. Their lineup's going to be fine. Maybe they won't blow some games. Either way, this is the Rosh Markazi Show. Brandon Deutsch here. Thank you, Hay Wiley, Grant Mona, for being on. And we hope you stay safe, stay healthy, go Lakers, go Clippers. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy.
1: This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.